There are so many times when the Lord has helped me that it's hard to, you know, you feel like, why me, Lord? Why are you doing all these wonderful things for me? But I have learned to listen to him. And I think that is very important because I think he speaks to us more than we realize. I'm going to start this off. As you can see, I've got notes, but um, I'm trying to cut this a little bit shorter. (laughs) We had lived in our home for 42 years. Anyone knows you can accumulate a lot of stuff during that time. But our neighborhood was changing. When we moved there, we had the young kids. They were growing up. They had oodles of of playmates on the street that they could play with. And, And it was just wonderful. Well, then those kids went to high school. They went to college, they graduated, they got married, had their own families. It's like, now it's just old people. (laughs) The neighborhood was changing. and I I didn't feel as safe as I did before. There were more cars being broken into and things being stolen. And I kept telling Dennis, it's like, can't we move? It's like the kids are graduated now. It's like we don't have to stay here for them to be in school. It's like I would really like to move. Well, you know, and, and wouldn't, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could be on a lake so we could go fishing and there'd be nature and it would be peaceful. We wouldn't have these noisy trucks and loud radios going by our house all the time. Well, so I began to really sincerely put this into my prayers that, Lord, if there is that home out there on a lake, please, it's like, bring it to us. Help us know where this is. Dennis was experiencing his yearly chest congestion. Um, And the doctor thought that, well, it was probably just his yearly cold. Or maybe it could have even gone into bronchitis. He wasn't quite sure, but we'll put you on antibiotics. Maybe we can kick this out of your system. Well, we had already gotten a hold of a realtor. Our house had been on the market for months. No activity. Nobody wanted to move into an older home. It was on a busy street. It was like, yeah, it's not safe for children. I kept saying, I've raised two children here. They're just fine. You know, it can be done. And... <laughs> Well, Sunday, September 13th, 
2015 came and Dennis had gotten worse. The antibiotics helped him get through Sunday morning. We went home, had our dinner, and he said, you know, I think I'll take the trash out now and then I don't have to worry about it later in the day, I can relax. On his way back to the house, and I knew he wasn't feeling well, so I had gone outside too to just look at the chickens or whatever I was going to, you know, just to look busy. On the way back to the house, I thought he was going to just pass out in the yard. And he looked at me and said something like, I can't go on like this. It's really bad. You've got to take me to the hospital. This, this, it, I just can't. So when we arrived at the hospital to the emergency room, they took him in immediately. And when, by the time I parked the car and got in there, they said, boy, you know, he was, does he always have that kind of coloration? And I just, you know, like, they said, well, to us, he looked like he was starting to turn gray. And that kind of shook me. Well, they were taking very good care of him. And I was beginning to worry. Uh, what if I lose him? I can't go on alone. I just, I can't. He's always been there. I have to say, we went together in high school. So we went together for seven years before we were married. And we've just always been together. It's like, how am I going to do this, Lord? Well, Herman was in charge of our prayer chain. And when I got a chance, I called him immediately. And I said, I'm at the hospital with Dennis. He's really looking bad. He's had a heart attack. He's going to have to have surgery. Please get him on the prayer chain. When I hung up, I immediately felt a little better. It was like, my family, and you are my family, is in prayer with me, and it's going to be okay, because I could feel that power. And still I kept praying. The surgeon scheduled the procedure for tomorrow morning. So the nurses and he both said, you know, go home, get a good night's rest, and, and come back. And I said, how am I going to sleep? <laughs> they said, no, it, everything's fine. He's here in good hands. He'll be fine. And if anything happens, be assured, we're going to call you right away. So I went home and I tried to get to sleep. Three o'clock in the morning, the phone rang. My heart just sank. The surgeon had gone to check on one of his patients. And since he was in the area, he thought, well, I think I'll stop in and see how Dover Spike's doing. 
That's a very crucial point. Isn't it amazing that the doctor was there at three in the morning, decided to check on Dennis? Well, he didn't like what he saw and heard. He got to the nurse's station and said, call my team, get him in here immediately. As soon as they arrive, we're doing surgery. So I'm at home throwing, I don't know what I put on, <laughs> and ran to the hospital. All this time praying, please, Lord, please, please be with him. The doctor came out after the surgery and said, you're one lucky woman. Your husband made it through the surgery successfully. He's going to be okay. I really think he's going to be fine. But his mitral valve, which I was hoping to, maybe I could just get in there and stitch it up, repair it. He said, that mitral valve, which is called the Widowmaker, had completely blown to smithereens. It had to be replaced. Oh, my heart sank again, and the immediate prayer went up, God, please give us strength. Give the doctors hands to perform whatever has to be done. I was really getting scared. I mean, this was a whole lot more serious than I thought it was. And I thought, I am not leaving this place alone. And it was, Lord, I can't do this. I cannot be without him. We've been together for so long. And as those words left my mind, I could hear, don't worry, I'm with you. It's going to be all right. From that moment on, I still kept the prayers going, but I had this inner peace. It is so hard to put into words unless you felt it yourself. It's just, it's a wonderful feeling to be at peace, to have that peace of mind that everything's going to be all right. Well, after weeks in the hospital, we, we came home, and I was going to call the realtor and say, look, I just brought my husband home from the hospital. He's had a really serious heart attack. I just don't want to go through this anymore. And after talking with Dennis, well, he really didn't want to move, not now, not 
didn't want to be away from the hospitals and the doctors. It's like, what if something should happen? I don't want to be way out on a lake somewhere. Well, I could appreciate this, and yeah, I would feel more at ease if we were nearby. So I was going to make that call to the realtor and say, you know, let our agreement just just drop. We're, we're not going to do this. But I was about ready to reach for the phone, and it rang, and I'm like, oh. and I said, hello? It was the realtor. I said, well, he said, I've got a young woman who's moving into the area. She really likes your house. She wants to come see it. I said, well, wait, wait, wait. I just brought Dennis home from the hospital. Uh, I don't really think, nobody's really been that excited about the place. I said, let's, let's just ride. Oh, no, no, no. I think, I think this is it. I think she's going to really like it. This will be the last one, I promise. I said, yeah, sure. Okay, I said, all right, fine, you know, we'll send her over. In the meantime, our daughter out in Texas called and said, hey, Mom, have you guys found a place? I know we just... You're going to have somebody look at the house. And she said, what are you going to do? She said, go, go on, on the internet. Go to realtor.com. And she gave me a number. She said, look at this house. I think it's going to be just what you're looking for. But, you know, it's, it's not on a lake. Um, it does have a pond. And it really looks pretty. Um, well, go go check it out. Well, okay, fine. We finally talked Dennis into going to look at it, and I said, "No, it's just a it's just a pond. It's not a lake, but at least I'd have water to look at." And yeah, this this might be it. I don't know. Um, so we opened the front door to this house, and it was like, I almost felt like I said, this is it, <laughs> out loud. No, 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 no don't, don't look too excited. It's like, no, don't. <laughs> and God was still, once again, working in our lives. And I felt, when I walked in that front door, this is your new home. We've really enjoyed our new home. The people who lived there before stocked it with fish, so I can fish. <laughs> and it's, it's just amazing. Just truly amazing what the Lord can do in your life if you'll open your heart and your mind. The Holy Spirit has a way of 
answering all your prayers, no matter what they are. They don't have to be a big heart attack thing or even a house. <laughs> but it, I, and I have other occasions that I could share with you. Right now, I'm, I'm looking at one of them, which was a vision I received from the Holy Spirit on a Sunday morning while I sat here in the choir, looking at that blank wall. And that was another time that the Lord answered prayer. Thank you for listening. And if you've got any questions or anything you want more information, I'd be happy to talk to you. Thank you.